hello, hello. Welcome. Today we are talking lessons learned from my 20 plus masterclasses that I have led over the last three years. So I want to tell you how to avoid the mistakes that I've made and how to improve the events that you're running to market your business faster. Lessons learned from 20 plus masterclasses in three years. All right. So today we're talking masterclasses. If you are using challenges, masterclasses, workshops, webinars, or any other kind of online event in order to generate leads and enroll new clients, that's great because that's one of the best things that you can do to gain exposure and market your unique brand. If you are using challenges, masterclass, workshops, webinars to generate new leads and enroll new clients, that's great because it's one of the best ways for us as coaches to gain exposure and to market our own unique brand. So if you are doing that, I want to hear from you. What is your signature marketing event? Are you running one? Are you changing it every time? Are you running a seasonal event? How are you enrolling new clients and how are you using events in that strategy to enroll new clients? So what is your signature marketing event? Give me that in the comments. Without proper guidance, we as coaches, we just aren't always sure that we're doing it right. And that can lead to a lot of mind drama and a lot of frustration. So you might be asking yourself questions like, how many people do I need to have registered? Should I charge or should I do it for free? How long should my marketing event last? I have run my signature marketing event over 20 times in the last three years. This is great news for you because I'm about to share all the lessons learned. So join me. I'm going to open the curtains. I'm going to talk about metrics, structure, content, and more. This information is going to empower you to get better results from your next marketing event. So stay all the way to the end because I'm going to tell you, number one, the right way to use events to draw your perfect clients closer, and why it's okay if your audience opts out of your marketing event. I know that sounds counter counterintuitive, but it's okay if some of your audience opts out of your event. I want to tell you how to prepare for the mind drama that is inherent in running any kind of marketing event, especially an event like a challenge or a mastermind. And number three, I want to give you the three essential ingredients to a successful and profitable event. All right, you ready for this? I'm Kelly Coulter. I built a multi six-figure marketing agency while teaching fitness on the side. Then in 2020, I became absolutely obsessed with helping fitness professionals build their businesses so they could serve their clients during the pandemic. Now I help coaches just like you build profitable, joyful businesses that change lives by leveraging the work that you are already doing every day. So these episodes that I do weekly are specifically designed to deliver mindset, business, and direct response marketing tips that will propel you forward with ease and confidence. You ready to do this? Let's go. All right. So before we get started with 
the information about masterclasses, I want to introduce you to one of my star clients. It's Kim Klinkenbeard. She is in Texas and she is creating the most joyful business. She works with women doing what she loves and has really just changed everything about the way that she does business. And let's bring her on because I want to I let her speak for herself. Hello, my friend. Hello. How are you? <laughs> so good to have you. I'm so glad that you agreed to do this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> so Kim, tell us who you work with and what you do. So I work with women 40 and over specifically who are um, struggling with weight and the effects of menopause or perimenopause. Yes. Yeah. So good. And you were doing that before I met you, correct? I was just not as focused and intentional. <laughs> <laughs> I like that word. That's one of our words. <laughs> mm -hmm. So when you and I were first introduced, how did we get, to, how did we find each other? Um, I was struggling in my business growing and um, decided that I would have a last ditch effort. And I started Googling around and Facebook searching for uh, business coaches. And I happened to join your free group. Mm -hmm. I remember what it's called. Grow your Please. business for fitness business. instructors, yeah. trainers, and coaches. I saw that. I joined that and you reached out through Messenger. And then we started chit-chatting back and forth. Yeah. Which is what we do, y'all. If you have gotten yep. a message from me on Messenger, don't be mad at me. That is what we do. I'm changing the color of my lights because I don't like the way my skin looks right now. <laughs> Dang, it's like warm, blue, natural. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We're going for all the colors. So, so yeah, we reach out through messenger. We want to get to know the people that join the group. We're real people. We're working with real people and I don't ever want to lose sight of that. So it's something that's really important to us. So I'm so glad to hear that that's, um, that's where we first started our relationship. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> that's right. Darn it. It really works. <laughs> We're proving it. <laughs> yes, for real. So tell me more about where you were, because I know that there's kind of like a special story that um, that you were really like about to quit. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been in the business over 30 years and I have just gained more and more education and knowledge as we tend to do and racked up all the certifications and all of these things. And I've pivoted my business um, back and forth some over the years, but, um, depending, you know, like with COVID and all of that, we had to pivot some. So mm -hmm. I've been trying a bunch of different things. Uh, but I've, I kind of felt like I had reached my max ability to grow the business and grow and reach more people. Although I was very, very frustrated because I didn't feel like I had, I was meeting my potential at all, but I just didn't know what to do about it. And so I had gotten so frustrated and unhappy in, in all of it, uh, the business side of it, that, um, I was looking for another job, like a nine to fiver. I was going to go work in the oil field or do something like that. And I just, you get that internal little 
pull and tug just about your passion and you're just like, ah, I just don't want to, but, and so, uh, last ditch effort. Like I said, I just thought, all right, I'm just going to interview for jobs in the oil field while I search around on Facebook and see if there is actually anybody that can help me on the business end. So, oh my gosh. I love it so much. Okay, so you you're describing like the dream scenario for a lot of people because we we tend to rely on search and want people to be able to find us because we put good information out there. Yeah. I want to say something just for those of us who are thinking, "Oh, well that's how it happens." Kim is an outlier. So she's she's not the norm of the people that come into my orbit. So she found me through searching Facebook and that's really, really great. But that is because I was putting two years of of content out there before that, that was about business building. So I just don't want anybody to think that's how it happens because we do like to believe that we can automate that. And you know, and I know that's not the case. Okay. So you were about to quit. You were really frustrated. You you said something that I hear from a lot of my clients, which is I knew that there was so much more that I could contribute, so much more out there for me to be able to do. And I was just so frustrated. And that's such a heartbreaking feeling. It, it really messes with you on so many levels. Well, it ruined my confidence. I mean, I just thought, um, and of course, you know, I, we tend to internalize everything. And so it was like, maybe no one likes me (laughs) or maybe I don't know what I'm doing or I'm off putting or something is wrong with me. So (laughs) how many times did we say that to ourselves? Like something doesn't work and we're like, um, it's me. People don't like me. Yeah. Uh, I've just, I'm I don't have the it factor or whatever they call it. So it's just, this is, this is the lot in life, you know? And so, um, but deep down you kind of think, maybe that's not true. And otherwise, you know, there's obviously still a little hope left or you would just quit, I guess. <laughs> and so tell me what happened once you started um, working with me. Yeah. So um, when Kelly reached out, I, I was super upfront, which of course is what I hear all the time. And I'm sure y'all do too. Uh, I have zero money, none. And I really didn't. I literally had sold, I had done, I was doing accidentally some business things correct that Kelly, Kelly does teach, um, which one of which was I sold six and 12 month packages. I didn't sell by the session. So I had already done that. However, I had no new people. So I was literally working through sessions that were already purchased and I had zero income. Mm -hmm. And so I was at zero and she was like, well, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which was great because I know, I, I feel like I've kind of journeyed through the footsteps of the people that I'm trying to reach and sell into my program at the same time in, in Kelly's program that I'm working through in a different area. So, um, yeah, so she, of course, you know, put me into her introductory little, uh, lead magnet thing, which is her masterclass. Yeah. And say, cram this in, in the weekend and let's talk on Monday. So I did that and, realized, and I talked with my husband, of course, and I was like, look, this is a higher price point. However, it's, it is my last ditch effort. If this, I'm willing to try to figure this out. If this doesn't work, then I'm just, 
you know, hanging it up and getting a different job and just changing careers. And this can be a hobby thing, a side gig. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. where are you in your business now? Um, I am. And that conversation, on- by the way, was in July of last year, because I remember we had it. I was in the hotel and I was with Anna, who's watching right now, and some other um, fitness professionals. We were at the Idea World Conference. Yes. Yeah. And I stepped out to take the call with you. Yeah. And so, and, and she was like, and I was like, I don't know where to come up with the money. And she was like, let's talk creative strategies. And I, mm-hmm. I found it. Well, I borrowed it from our tax fund. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so but um, then the business came back and paid for it right away. Yes. And she was, you know, very, very helpful and very um, motivated to help me make that money back as quickly as possible, which I did in the first couple months, I believe. Um, I made the investment back and was able to put that money back into the tax fund um, so we don't go to prison. But um, <laughs> that's, that's like a life goal. You know, always good. No, no prison. So, um, yeah, so I did that. And then now in my business, um, I am on the track to do um, uh, six figures, I think. So, yeah. I mean, I'm working really hard at that. I've already mm-hmm. gotten to um, pretty close to where I was at the um, third quarter of last year already this year. Nice. So, well done. Yeah. Yes, and you had your you had a five figure week recently. I did. Yeah. I did. I did. I had a five figure week, which is the first time I've ever done that ever. So that was, that was encouraging as well. And it, it built my confidence to, to try new things and continue doing what I'm doing, but also step out a little bit more and be a little braver and, and take a few more risks and not worry about having everything perfect. And so, yeah. So So good. And so then the last piece of this is that recently I started a new kind of piece of what I do. So I've always had the accelerator. That is where you get your program started. And I want you to onboard your first clients. I want you to pay for the investment through the the onboarding of new clients. I do not want that to go on, um, you know, like a lot of people will take it out of their tax fund or their vacation fund. I want that paid back, like before you're done with the accelerator. But then now there's this higher level cohort called SST that's all about sales systems and teams. And we meet every week. We go over your numbers. We talk about what went well, what didn't went well, what you're working on now. And that's like the whole team coming together as these higher level business builders. And all of them are on track to make um, six figures and beyond. So you've been in that and we only just started that like maybe four weeks ago. How's that gone for you? Yeah. So for me, the accountability portion of it is super helpful. Um, when your business is on the smaller Mm -hmm. end, it's easy to kind of put all that behind the scenes, financial, all that kind of stuff to the side until the last minute, um, and deal with it for taxes. So that's helped me kind of reorganize and, and, and have some structure in, in that, which is helpful on the business sense. Um, and fill in some gaps, some education, knowledge gaps, um, in business that I was a little, um, lacking because I didn't go to business school. So I feel like that really helps in that, but, most importantly, it's holding me accountable. So I had been dragging my feet on 
holding a marketing event specifically to put people into the program that Kelly helped me create. Um, and I don't know why, cause I've done these things a lot over the last four or five years, but for some reason I was just, I don't know, dragging my feet. So I have done that this week. <laughs> um, wait, and you, you ran your marketing event this week. I'm advertising it. It's on Sunday. I just threw it okay. out there. And you're going to listen in on everything I'm about to say, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> So good. So good. I love what you said about accountability because what I'm noticing mm -hmm. is that the people who do their reporting and show up, they are like quadrupling their numbers from the months yeah. before. Well, it's just like we coach and in, in, in our programs and, and stuff, our women or men or, or whoever in weight loss or, or whatever it is. I mean, the account without the accountability, we're not held to a higher standard. Yeah. And cause we're definitely not going to hold ourselves to a higher standard evidently, or none of us would have problems. So um, yeah, that, that I think is, is one of the most important pieces for me anyway. And that weekly I have to, I know I have to show something, you know, so good. Yeah. So good. Congratulations on your first five figure week. That's that's week, you guys. And five figures means ten thousand dollars. <laughs> so congratulations on that, and congratulations on finding your mojo again. That's yeah. huge. Yeah, it really is. I mean, there's nothing that'll kill your confidence, you know, like getting crickets <laughs> on yeah. all your content that you're, you know, lovingly sharing and creating and, and mm. it's part of you and, and, uh, part of your heart. So it's, it's helped at least reinvigorate that my passion and, and boost my confidence that, you know, I have a voice. It's not tied up in anything else, just offer things and the right people will respond to it. That's like our motto. Yeah. We're all going to get tattoos right, right here on our forearms. <laughs> Make the offer to the right people and you will bring in clients. <laughs> yeah. Kim, thank you so much. Thank I will you. See you a little bit later today or tomorrow, but either yes. way, we'll be together. Yes. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You guys give Kim a little note of encouragement and let her know how, how much that was helpful to you. Um, give us your thoughts. I'd love to hear how it was helpful. All right. So that was Kim Clinkenbeard, one of my awesome clients. And now let's switch gears and let's talk about marketing events. Kim's running her first marketing event and I know lots of you guys are running marketing events today so or, as well. So let's talk first of all about what is any a marketing event and why do I need them? So a marketing event is going to be any any <laughs> How do I want to say this? Anything that you run where you register people into it and they attend and you give them something of value and then in exchange, you're able to follow up with them. Here's the key element to the marketing event. The marketing event is not run as just a standalone thing. The marketing event is run in order to bring people into your higher level program. So it's a piece of your onboarding process. 
So my marketing event is the Serve, Lead, Sell Masterclass. Now you guys have seen me, if you've watched me over the last three years, you've seen this thing go through iterations and it's gone through about four names. We used to call it the Sell Out Your Workout Challenge. We used to call it the Sell Out Your Workout Boot Camp. We've called it um, the Client Creation Challenge, but it's essentially the same lessons so I didn't change the content. I just changed the messaging around it to try to see what resonated with my audience best. So I've run this event about 20 times over the last three years. I run them because two reasons. Number one, they change freaking lives. So that three core lessons plus the bonus content that I put into my marketing event just that I have seen people come in and absolutely change their lives, be empowered to start their business, be empowered to stop trading dollars for hours, um, be empowered to raise their prices. So it gives them this injection of business information that they don't get from the certifications that they're taking and from any other of the places where they're getting their fitness or wellness information. So it's really helpful to the people and that serves my servant leader heart. That's the first reason. But the second reason is that the super motivated people, the right people, my perfect clients get a sample of how I coach and what it would be like to work with me on a higher level basis when they come into that marketing event and do it with me. So they come in, they get three days with me, I give some bonus content, and they really do get a sense of what it would like to be to what it would be like to coach with me. And then if they're really motivated, they make it happen and they come into the accelerator. All right, so that's why I run them. Number one, they change lives. Number two, it helps me identify my perfect future clients and onboard them. Now, you may be running a webinar or you may be running a five-day challenge or you may be running something longer, but I want you to know why you're doing it. So if you're taking notes, make a little aside, make a little why bubble and write down why you run them. It's important because when I talk about some of the lessons that I learned from running these, y'all, these are hard fought, hard won lessons that involve a lot of heartache and um, work and sweat and tears. And if you don't know why you're running a marketing event, it's you're not gonna make it through the hard times. So for me, that's the two reasons. It changes lives and it helps me onboard new clients. Now, why does my marketing event help me to onboard new clients? Number one, for me, the lessons inside my marketing event are a prerequisite to what I want you to know if you're joining my accelerator program. So these are like the foundational pieces to what I teach in the accelerator. And you see that because 
if you attend the marketing event, the Serve, Lead, Sell Masterclass, which actually we do have as a recorded event now. And I would love for everyone to go take a look at that because it is going to help you understand marketing events and it's going to teach you a ton. It's going to give you that injection of business information. But so it's a prerequisite and, and you can choose your topic to be a prerequisite to working with you. But it also allows them to really understand what I'm all about. It allows people to sample what it's like to coach with me. And it allows them a container within which they are going to decide whether they want to continue coaching with me or not. So that's how your marketing events help you to onboard new clients. Number one, helps you to it helps your perfect future clients to understand what it is that you teach, what it is that you're all about, what your specific flavor and um, purpose is within the fitness and wellness realm. So they're going to know whether or not you're all about keto or strength training or um, essential oils. <laughs> it allows them to sample your personality and your passion and check out whether or not they feel like you're the right coach for them. And the ones that aren't right get to see the door. And both of those things are great. And then your marketing event should be a container within which it helps them decide whether or not they want to take the next step with you. So you're going to be offering your coaching, your higher level coaching program as the next step after the marketing event. And they decide within that container of the event whether or not it's right for them. Now, let's talk lessons learned from 20 plus marketing events. I have split the lessons learned into two large buckets. The first one is mind drama. <laughs> and the second one is the essential elements. Let's talk mind drama first. You are going to have mind drama when you go to run a marketing event, if you are registering people into a challenge, if you are advertising a big webinar, whatever it is, you're going to have mind drama before the event because you're never going to feel like you've got enough people registered. Your brain is going to offer you this thought as the marketing event comes closer that says, there aren't enough people. This is going to be a bust. I don't know why we're doing this. All of the things that your brain wants to tell you, it's going to tell you. And let me tell you, you guys, I like to say that 90% of the thoughts that your brain offers you by default about your business, especially about things that you're doing for the first time in your business, are wrong. The only thoughts that you can rely on from your brain in pertaining to your business and especially pertaining to your marketing are the ones that you have intentionally created. So your brain is going to tell you beforehand that it's not big enough. It will never be big enough. No matter how many people are registered, you're never going to feel like there's enough. 
the only thing you can do to combat that thought is to decide on your numbers ahead of time. So you're going to tell yourself, I need 40 people registered in order to really make all of my numbers work. And then you're going to work to get 40 people. And when you get 40 people, you're going to celebrate. And if you don't have 40 people, that's okay. We're on to plan B. But your brain's always going to tell you it's not big enough. Now, the other thing that's going to happen, (laughs) I see this with my accelerators every single time they run a marketing event. I'll be talking to them on a Thursday. The marketing event will be on the Monday. And they will tell themselves and they will come to me and say it. I just probably should cancel or I should put it off by a week because I don't have enough people registered. Your brain is going to ask you to abandon ship. This is the mind drama that happens before your marketing event. So your brain is going to tell you to abandon ship three days before the event. It's just what happens. The funny thing is three days before the event is actually when people finally start listening to your message. All of these messages that you're putting out there saying, hey, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to run this thing. Here's what you're going to get out of it. It's going to be great for you. People finally start perking up and listening around three or two days before the event. So if you abandon ship three days before the event, you abandoned ship before you ever really had a chance to get going. So instead, you have to intentionally identify three days before the event as the time to lean in. That is the time when you get all of your registrations. You'll get a few in the beginning when you first announce your event. You will get most of them at the end within the last even 24 to 12 hours before the event is when you will get the most registrations. So that's the mind drama that happens pre-event. During the event, whether you're doing a one-day event or whether you're doing a multi-day event, you are going to be dealing with fatigue. You're going to be dealing with stress. You're going to be dealing with the stress that comes with multitasking, watching for comments, answering questions, thinking about your curriculum all at the same time. And you're going to be fearing the pitch. Now, remember, if you're doing a marketing event, there has to be a pitch because the reason you do a marketing event is to lead people into your program at the end. So you're going to be sweating the pitch the entire time. The antidote that I can give you is to practice that pitch. Practice it on video. Write it out. Write it out again. Make sure you know why people buy from you and make sure you're highlighting that in your pitch. This is how I can help you. I like to even know exactly who is attending my program. So I might ask a lot of pre-program, pre-marketing event questions. 
That way I know how my program can help them. I can help them during the marketing event in these ways. And if they stay on with me and they coach with me long-term, I can help them in these ways because I know they have these specific goals. So great idea to get to know your people so you can tailor your content. After your marketing event, you're also going to have mind drama. Here is what is going to happen at the end of the event. You're going to be like, and you're going to want to just walk away and be done with it. You're going to go want to take a nap or um, take a day off. Your brain is going to tell you to walk away and take a day off. The thing about a marketing event is that the fortune is in the follow-up. So when your brain tells you, go take some time off, you've earned it, that's actually not the time to be taking time off. You have to follow up with each of your people. Each of your people that registered for your marketing event, you need to be following up with them. So the best advice I can give you for that after marketing event mind drama is going to be three things. Number one, Know that you're going to need to follow up and build that time in as part of what you consider to be your marketing event. You're going to follow up with each registrant. You want to know how you did. You want to know if they are feeling that it's right for them to continue coaching with you. So build follow-up time into the event. Number two you're going to want to decide ahead of time how you're going to handle the big three objections. So when you're selling a program, the big three objections are always going to be time, money, and I need to think about it or I need to talk to my spouse. And you want to have planned out exactly how you're going to handle each of those big three objections. It's one of the things we do in the accelerator a lot is we talk about objection handling and we practice objection handling because when you're not experienced in talking about time, money, and spouse, it can make you feel really nervous, but it doesn't have to. None of this process has to feel nerve wracking or salesy or spammy or sleazy or any of that. So know how to handle the objections up front, write it out, practice it. And then the third thing you want to do to mitigate that after marketing event mind drama is decide how you will feel. No matter if your event gets the goal, hits the goal that you had set for it, or if it doesn't. It's really easy to back up into those thoughts of, People don't like me, like Kim said. Um, I don't have the it factor. Um, I'm a failure. I'm a joke. Um, people laughed at me. Uh, all the things that our brain will by default tell ourselves, you want to have the antidote ready. You want to have decided how you're going to feel about yourself, whether your event hits the goal or whether it doesn't. So pre-decide how you're going to feel. One of the biggest tools you can onboard in business. Pre-decide. Okay, 
I'm going to go through this last piece really quickly, and then I'm going to I'm going to plan a future episode just on these three things. So I'm going to give you the three essential elements to your marketing event, and then I'm going to um, and then I'll follow up with a full episode on these things. So here's the three essential elements to your marketing event. Number one, promotion and registration. You've got to be out there promoting your event 10 days to three weeks before it happens. So I start talking about my masterclass three weeks before it happens. I hit the gas 10 days before it happens. And then the weekend before it happens, you see a ton of promotion. So you have to be out there promoting it because people need to see the information that you've got for them seven to 16 times before they start to take it seriously. And you want people to register, even if that's just like a landing page that you built in MailChimp or whether registration means that they just direct message you their email address. You want to have a list of the people that are attending and you want to have their email addresses and their phone numbers so that you can email them and text message them. That is how we follow up. That's how we collect questions. That's how we make a cohesive group out of these group of registrants that are in the marketing event. So that's step one. That's the essential element number one, promotion and registration. Essential element number two is the stuff that happens during the event. You got to have killer content that's tailored to your specific audience that helps them to shift their beliefs, gain confidence, and leads into your offer. So let me say that again, because I know that was a lot. Killer content tailored to your specific audience that shifts beliefs and leads them into your offer. You want them to gain confidence from what you're teaching them because they're getting quick wins And you want them to know that if they're your perfect future client, that your offer is the next logical step for them. Whatever that is, your program is the next logical step for them. Your perfect future clients are going to smell what you're cooking through that marketing event. And they're going to understand that your program is right for them. And then the last element to your marketing event is follow-up. So even if you only had these three elements, even if you did not pitch during your marketing event for your program, you're still going to be able to know who is right for your program when you do your follow-up and you can make that offer at that time. All right, so... Once again, the last th- the last piece was the three essential elements, and we will do a full episode on this later on. Promotion and registration, killer content that shifts beliefs and leads them into your offer, and follow-up time. Y'all, that is what I have learned from running my masterclass over 20 times. It's not about the masterclass itself. It's not about the program itself. It's about making this all right for your clients, for your perfect future clients. And you do that by running it over and over again. 
All right, y'all, thank you so much for being here. If you are watching on Facebook, please make sure that you are in the Grow Your Business for Fitness Instructors, Trainers, and Coaches group. That is my primary audience where I show up and interact and create community. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you give me a like and subscribe. And if you're watching on LinkedIn, give me a like as well. All right, you guys, next steps. Next steps for you after today's lesson. Number one, if you know that this is content that could help a friend or a colleague, please share it. So important. My payment for doing these free episodes for you is that you share and our community grows. So I'd appreciate a share. The second thing is go grab the masterclass. Go grab your own copy of my masterclass. It has killer injections of business building content in there that you're not going to get anywhere else that came from my three years of being absolutely obsessed and immersed in fitness instructors and personal trainers building direct-to-consumer businesses. So it will change the way that you look at your business. It will change the way you run your business. It will make your business easier and more pleasurable to run because I'm giving you the stuff that has worked for hundreds of others, fitness professionals, health coaches, and personal trainers. Go grab that masterclass. It's at learn.fitprosconnect.com slash SLS. So that's learn.fitprosconnect.com slash SLS. That will get you the recordings of the masterclass that we just finished in May. So just this very last session that just happened like two weeks ago, killer session. You guys will really appreciate all of the information in there. And it's going to show you the exact structure that I use for my masterclasses because everything that we did during that three-day masterclass is in that collection of recordings. All right, so get there and grab that. I'm going to put it in the comments. Learn.fitprosconnect.com slash SLS. All right, y'all. Next week, I'm going to talk, I'm going to give you a special mindset lesson. And then I think the week after that, I can do the essential elements to your marketing event. Can't wait to see you there. Love you and I'll see you soon.